0: Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so good to have you here. You know, I love you so much and I'm just so proud of you. And I love to see all of the, um, not only success that you've had as a blogger and a content creator, but, but really just all of the, um, the work that you do and how you don't ever really, um, there's a consistency to what you do. Like you wake up every day and you really treat it as a job. And thank um, you. And I love see, I love seeing when people do that because like those are usually the ones that you know are going to be here two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. And so um, I'm I'm excited for you to share your journey. I think it's inspiring for people, and I know that there's a lot of our listeners that follow you and that look up to you. And I think it will just be great to really hear from you today. So well, I really appreciate um, that. Yeah, but since the
1: beginning, that's really what I've tried to do. I feel like coming from a PR background, it really helped me. Treat it as a job, and think of myself on the other side of things, and that's what I try to do with all of my cl- collaborations. Now is just make sure that I feel like I'm fulfilled in what I'm doing, and like the brands that I'm working with feel like they spent their money well or um, made an investment in me. So I really appreciate that. So, what year did you start blogging? I started my blog. I just was writing it down before because I couldn't remember. In August of 2016, um, Cameron proposed, and I wanted a way to share his proposal story and his amazing images. Um, if you aren't familiar with Cameron, he is an incredible photographer, and he, um, not you, Julie, but anyone listening, and he um, took all these amazing images. We went on this sort of Italian adventure, and I had a website up from my college journalism class in college, and I just thought, you know, I might as well put this somewhere so my at least my, my grandma can see it kind of thing. Right. And, yeah. Um, we, I put that up, and then the next thing I knew, people were asking, "When's your next blog post?" Or, um, you know, have your mom on there. Y'all do some makeup tutorials. Y'all do your style. And so I just kind of like started naturally sharing the things that I've always loved to share with my close friends. And um, that's just kind of how it got started.
0: And I remember, I mean, twenty. The, the I mean, it was really the end of. I mean, it's August of 2016. So by that point, um, I mean maybe not so much so in Nashville, but especially in the South and then throughout the country, blogging was already a pretty saturated like thing that people were doing. You know, it's not like you got in, you know, in 2012 or something Mm -hmm. like that. So, and I think even like the algorithm had already started to change and things weren't chronological on Instagram anymore. So you, you had very similar challenges at that time that a lot of new bloggers talk about that they have today, which I think is important. To yeah. Note. And
1: I would say I knew that, you know, people with millions of followers could make blogging a career, but I did not think that that was a possibility for me. Like I just, micro. yes. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, there just wasn't, even though it wasn't that long ago, there wasn't a lot of information out there. And that's kind of how I think we connected. Cause I was, my mom, um, has always encouraged me to just kind of go after my dreams. And she was like, you have to meet Julie. She, I don't really know what she does in the blogging world, but I know she's in PR and she really knows her stuff. So that's when she first introduced me to you. And I, when did Pitch It Perfect launch? I want to say
0: it it launched October of that year. Okay.
1: So I I remember I signed on like pretty early, so it must've been relatively relatively early
0: you and like, I remember Peyton Baxter was like one of the first students of Pitch It Perfect. And I, yeah, I think it was fall. That was like the first iteration of it. And then I kind of relaunched it in 2017. And then when I figured out what I was doing, because at Mm -hmm. the time, I mean, I had great information and knowledge to share, but I didn't know how to launch a program and scale it. And like, I had no idea what I was doing. So as I learned that process, you know, it kind of we added a lot more value and streamlined it and then it kind of grew into what it is now. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think that that's when we connected through cause I've known your mom for years through my husband and, um, and I remember her saying like, you got your PR job in Nashville and you liked it, but you really wanted more of a creative, creative outlet. And you know if if i would just chat with you and i even knew at the time i was in la and had been in la for a while by that point point. and la really is kind of like the mecca of blogging and influencer marketing and that's kind of where it all is um but it was starting to kind of happen in nashville which kind of seeing that on instagram was cool my friend cassie had had a blog for years called womanista yes i she love was like the first one yeah mm-hmm. um but then she was kind of like by herself there for a while. And then there was like happily gray, but she had like a completely different aesthetic. She was more like high in fashion and couture. So she was kind of different. Um, but like the, the kind of like to know it blogger that we think about a lot, it mm-hmm. was kind of starting to infiltrate and even just
1: more. the everyday, you know, sharing your everyday life. There wasn't a ton of that, you know, um, mm-hmm. like my friend, Brooke Webb, KB style had been doing more fashion that was kind of similar to what I was doing, but um, there really wasn't a ton of that. So. I'm, I am a go-getter and love to just like dive into things, but there truly was not a lot of information at the time. So
0: right. In your community, especially.
1: Yeah. And I'm so thankful that I found your course and you at the beginning, because there's so many things that I have just like built my business on and things that I still go back to, to this day, like from day one, you were like, don't worry about the numbers. Don't, serve the audience that you have. Like that has stuck with me since day one, because when you first start, like, that's all you think about. You're like, well, I think I only had like 3,000, I don't know how many I had, 3,000, 6,000 followers. And I just felt like it was just, you know, people I went to college with. And honestly, those people weren't really the ones who cared to see what I was posting. And so just really sticking to like the core values that you taught me honestly has been like so helpful throughout my whole career. And I am so proud that I've never worked with a brand that didn't align with my audience and aligned with like what I wanted to do. Um, and that's only because I had this information in the beginning.
0: And I think you bring up a good point because a lot of stuff that I hear, and maybe you hear it too, because I know that you have a, a great committee of people who not only just love to follow you for you know, for your fashion and your beauty and your lifestyle and just to kind of see all of that. But then you have, you have aspiring bloggers who follow you and who ask you questions and who aspire to have the kind of brand and business that you've built for themselves one day. And, um, what, why I personally, why I think just from my own experience that you've, that you got to, um, see the success that you saw maybe as quickly as you did, even though it has been like a four-year process, is because you did believe in investing in yourself in the beginning and not just financial investment, but your investment of time, your investment of really knowledge, your investment of just trying things out and seeing if they worked or not. Um, And I think that that's kind of something that holds a lot of people back. And I actually use this analogy a lot because I see it all the time, whether someone is a free fan of mine, or they're, you know, they, they're a student in one of my paid programs, or, you know, they want me to coach them or what, whatever it is, they have this, this belief for whatever reason in their head that they can't invest in themselves until they know what they until they know it all. And to me, I'm like, that's kind of saying like, I want to be, you know, a chemist when I grow up. So I'm going to go to college you know to learn chemistry but i can't go to the chemistry classes because i don't already know everything that there is to know about chemistry exactly. like exactly. to me it just it doesn't make sense and so i wonder you know why do you think that there's this this like limiting belief or this false belief that so many bloggers especially the new ones coming in have that like i can't spend time on this or i can't invest in that program or i can't get a coach or i can't do x y and z until i know more or until i'm bigger or until whatever, like kind of excuse or like whatever lie Mm -hmm. that they tell themselves. Why do you think that people do that? And, and what kept you from not doing that?
1: Yeah, we were talking about this before too. I get so many questions about, you know, how to start a blog, how to make money blogging, how to start working with brands. And I'm happy to answer if someone has a specific question or, you know, they've taken Pitch It Perfect and they're asking me a specific thing that really helped me. But at the end of the day, it's just putting in the work and trial and error. Because what worked for me, you have a totally different audience than I do, so it may not work for you. Like I have been really l- lucky that I've been able to share lifestyle, fashion, makeup, and all these things. But if that didn't work, I would stop. Like for me, um, one thing that like just doesn't really resonate with me. I don't love to cook. People are always asking me to share like more recipes. I'm like, Cameron made that. I didn't make that. <laughs> right. So it's really just like trial and error for what feels right for you and you can't possibly know that until you just put the information out there and put the content out there. And like one thing that I always harp on when people ask me, well, I really like fashion, but I don't know what to start sharing. And I'm like, just share your everyday outfits if you love to share fashion. I feel like people overthink what they're putting out there because they're so scared that it won't be well received or whatever it may be. So I think the biggest thing is just that coming from fear. um, But in order to figure out where you want to go and what your audience, audience wants to see from you, you've got to put yourself out there and whatever it is that makes you unique, like focus on that. Like at first I was nervous to post, like when I first started really using affiliate sales and I love affiliate sales just as much as the next blogger, but I've never like depended on that for my business plan and my income. And that's something you taught me from day one. Um, but I've always loved to share like my vintage finds or something that I've worn since high school. And I would have friends say like, oh, you can't link that, like find something new. And I'm like, well, that's not my style. Like this is, this is me and this is my style. And then as I've grown, that's been one thing that people have actually said they love that, you know, I don't always have to go have some, go out and buy something new. um, And then I'll rewear things or style them in a different way. And just like having those things that are truly me and like keeping those, no matter if I'm making less money because of that, like that's in the end, what's important to me.
0: Yeah. And it's so funny that you mentioned that. Cause I remember when I was blogging, that was kind of a moment of truth for me. I knew that I was becoming an, like an insane human being when I went to this boutique in LA and I really wanted to buy this sweater. And I was like, Oh, but I can't like to know it. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and, and then we've I was all been like, there all right, and I did. was like, whoa, whoa, whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. Like you are brainwashed. Like what did you just say? Like that is crazy, talk, <laughs> know. you know. And that's when like kind of the light like the light bulb flipped for me, and I was like, this is mm-hmm. crazy. i'm I'm uh, like I might as well just go back to corporate America because i'm I'm just in a brand new pair of handcuffs. Like they may be pretty, prettier you know, but there's still handcuffs.
1: Yeah. And Um, that works so well for some people, but just, I think my biggest thing for me is that never felt authentic. Like if I was going to switch my jacket because I needed to wear something I could link, like that's just, I wanted to wear the first jacket. So that would be most authentic to me. Right. So
0: with that, what would be, cause I, I think a lot of times what stops people from just, you know, putting themselves out there, trying something, testing something like you did was just that fear. They're afraid they're going to be, um, they're afraid they're going to mess up. They're afraid they're not going to do it right. Um, They're afraid of what people are going to say or think about what they post. Um, How did you overcome that? Because I'm sure it was still scary for you too because you didn't know what you were doing. You didn't (laughs) know what kind of fashion to post. You didn't know... You know, it's like you didn't know if people were going to like it or not. So, how did you kind of still have the courage to do it, even though you were scared? So, a lot of people ask, like, how I knew
1: I was ready to go full time. And it wasn't that I just, like, all of a sudden was making all this money. Like, I think for the first year, everything I did was gifted with local boutiques, um, just when I had the time. And um, I was taking, like, consulting jobs for, you know, people that wanted to start their business, Instagrams, but had no idea to do that. Um, and then I just really used my resources for, and I had a full-time job when I very first started this. And then about, I think six months into that, I realized that that just was not feasible. And I was getting these blog opportunities that I was turning down the things that I really wanted to do. So I kind of quit a full-time job that had a lot of potential and was like, now what? Cause I'm not really making money blogging. I knew there was potential, but really didn't know much about it. And um, started taking those consulting jobs. is a photographer. So that's one expense I wasn't paying for. Um, so I think the biggest thing is I just used my resources, like started taking over social media for my mom's businesses and just took those jobs that were in the field that I wanted to be in, but not necessarily like my dream job by any means. And um, Cameron being able to take the images was huge because that's a huge expense. So the one advice that I would give people is just like use your resources and do what you have to in the meantime. And don't worry so much about like going full time. It's not some like badge of honor. You should just do what you can do. best for your family and for you um, until you can get there.
0: I think that's great feedback. And, and something that I want to note too, because I know that there may be some of you listening that's like, well, easy for her to be successful. Her husband's a photographer. <laughs> I, so it's like, don't like let that excuse creep in because how does that get you closer to where you want to go? It doesn't at all. It actually keeps you small and keeps you just continuing to make excuses why why you can't succeed at what you want to succeed at. The other thing that you can do is like what Hunter is saying, like find the things that you're good at that may be in the field of what you want to learn more about. And you can start even doing trades. Like if you find a photographer who needs social media help, you could be like, Hey, I'll do this for you, or I'll design this for you, or I can set up things for you. And then in return, you can shoot me for my blog. You know, there's so many ways of, again, figuring it out if you really want to do it. And yes, it's going to take time. So you're going to have to find time in the day or night, you know, and we're all strapped for time. Like we we've all got the husbands and the wives and the kids and the dogs and the cats and the full-time jobs and like no one is different in that right we all have you know we all have family that may be going through a hard time right now we may have had just a death in the family we may have had you know a husband that lost his job it's like we all have these things happening all the time life doesn't slow down because you want to pursue your dreams so exactly you have to figure out how to go in the flow of that and also just know that there's going to be certain seasons that you can't do all of it at the same time you can do all of it, but maybe not all at the same time like Hunter was mm-hmm. saying like she couldn't go full-time maybe when you wanted to, but you figured out a way to still participate and learn what you wanted to learn so eventually you could do that when the time and go is to right.
1: business go to events and network and things like that that were like prepping me for being in this world but I wasn't really fully in that world yet and whatever like your resources may be, I don't just mean like within the blogging world like Say I know a friend who um, started their blog based on like accounting because they're really good at accounting and they still shoot does fashion now, but she'll still like incorporate during tax season like her accounting resources. So like whatever people want from you and are asking of you um, and that may at this time just be your friends and family and like don't let that discourage you just use whatever it is that makes you unique and sets you apart because otherwise, why would people want to follow a same a million of the same people who are posting the same clothing brands and posting a house that looks exactly the same. So just really like focusing on what makes you who you are, I think is the best like way to set yourself up in the long run. Mm
0: -hmm. Hey, Hey, wanted to pop in quickly to make sure that you know about shine, my brand new monthly coaching experience that I am launching in a few weeks. If you've ever wanted to be coached by me now is your chance. Head over to juliesolomon.net slash shine waitlist for all the details. And even having the clarity, because like for Hunter, you, you were forward thinking enough to, to think in that way to, you know, you had the clarity in mind of like, you know, what do I need to learn? Um, you know, what do I need to start putting together to shoot? Um, what kind of things do I need to test out to figure out like what my aesthetic is and what, you know, I want my feed to look at, look like, what do I like to write about on my blog? What Mm -hmm. feels right? Um, you know, where are Cameron's strengths and then where are Cameron's challenges and then how are we going to balance that out with each other? If he's going to be kind of my, my partner in this. Right. So it's really about thinking. And and for all of those listening, it's kind of like the stretch. It's like these, these three questions, if you will, that you have to ask yourself if you're just starting out. It's this idea of like, this is the future of where you want to go. So you have to be really clear on on knowing, like, where is it that I'm wanting to go? And then where is it that I am today? And then what is stopping me from getting to where I want to go? Exactly. And really, really having that clarity. And I think, Hunter, you, you had the forethought and having that clarity. You knew where you wanted to go. And and as you kept testing different things, you kept learning where you wanted to go too. right? Mm -hmm. And you knew where you were. And then you you were clever enough and smart enough and scrappy enough to, to figure out pretty early on what was stopping you. And so you didn't wait for the perfect follower number or for the perfect feed or for the perfect whatever to learn the things that you needed to know to invest time in the things that you needed to invest in, to invest in the programs that you needed to invest in to get you there faster. And that's why- And that doesn't just stop. Like even
1: last year, like I hadn't shared a ton of home or lifestyle content and I knew I want we were moving and thinking about starting a family. And like I had to start incorporating more of that, even if it was just in like everyday stories because I knew I couldn't just move into a new house and then one day just totally change my, you know, all the content I'm sharing. So it's not like that you just make that decision one time. Like it's constantly evolving as you evolve and your life evolves. And that's the beauty of this industry is you can evolve and it can be what you want, but you do have to kind of like think forward and set yourself up for where you want to go.
0: Right. And that idea of like, well, I don't want to do it wrong or I don't want to mess up. It's like, you're going to mess up. You're going (laughs) to do it wrong. Like we all do it wrong every single day. You we don't do anything perfect in life. No one's the perfect wife or the perfect mom or the perfect student or the perfect, you know, businesswoman or whatever those things are. So you are gonna do it wrong.
1: Exactly. But
0: you have to, you know, for me, in order like from my experience and then and then watching women like you, Hunter, grow the way that you that you've grown is because whether you realized it or not, like you made decisions as the future person that you wanted to be. And it's kind of like for those listening to create the future that you want, you must make decisions as that future person. If you keep making decisions as the person you are today, you're going to keep getting what you're getting today. And that's not a permission slip for blind faith, right? Like that's like, you still have to be a responsible human being. You can't be like, well, I want to be a millionaire in the future. So I'm just gonna, you know, (laughs) buy a brand new car. And, you know, it's like, you have to be responsible and be accountable for your decisions and choices, but to really create the future that you want, you have to start making different kinds of decisions as that future person. And when you start doing that, not only will you truly transform your life, but you're going to be a hell of a lot happier because you're really going to start enjoying the things that you're doing and you're going to exactly. have that confidence and more joy in what you do and Cameron
1: and I were just talking about like our whole, we're both freelance, which seems like this awesome, glamorous thing where you can just do whatever you want all day, every day. But in reality, it takes so much self-discipline and figuring out a rhythm. I mean, we're both home all day, every day, unless we're, you know, out for an event or things like that. And it takes like setting boundaries like you would with any job. And like our whole first year, like we had no idea what we were doing. And I mean, he's just out there taking what jobs he can. I'm out here trying to figure out what it even means to be an influencer, like how I can make this a career path. So it really does just take going for it and figuring it out.
0: So since you've been at this for a while now, and you've tested a lot of different things, and you've tried a lot of different things, what are some of the things that you, that you really have noticed is kind of like your niche, right? Because a lot of people have that problem of like they don't know where to focus down. They don't know which direction to go. So, how was that journey for you of figuring out like, I don't like cooking, but I do like talking about fashion <laughs> exactly. Um, and how long did that take for you to figure it out? Because I think there's also this belief for a lot of 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 new people wanting to get into this space that you know it's it should happen overnight or like if if it happens, if it takes a month to figure out, well, then they they give up or something Definitely. like
1: that. Yeah. And I would say I'm still figuring that out and it's always changing. Like it's, it, we're in such a different season of life than I was when I first started. When I first started, I was planning a wedding and that's all people cared to hear about. And so I periodically just ask my audience what they want to see. And, um, to a certain extent, because not everything that they want to see is going to feel good for me, but I always like kind of take an inventory of how I feel after I share a post or after I get feedback from my audience. And for me, like, I love the everyday fashion, especially when like Cameron and I plan a really cool shoot and, you know, have all these looks styled, like that feels good for me. But like the most impactful and the most like rewarding for me is when I share something personal. Like we went through a miscarriage earlier last year and I would have had no idea how common that was for a first pregnancy had I not shared it. So just finding those things that feel good when you share them and feel meaningful and feel like they give you purpose, because it's really easy in this world to not feel like you have a lot of purpose and that all people care about is your fashion or whatever that may be. So just kind of like taking a step back every time you post something and seeing how it makes you feel.
0: And what are you most excited about for this new year? Obviously you're having a baby. So that's going to be just a lot of fun, new content to create. Um, But it also brings, you know, it's challenges too, because there's going to be. Absolutely. And it's going to be a learning curve to figure Mm -hmm. out how both of us
1: can work from home and have a new baby at home. Yeah. Um, But I think one thing that just even being pregnant has helped me accomplished is just being a little more efficient with my time. Like I'm preparing for having a baby here. And so instead of at night, like just scrolling aimlessly through Instagram or, you know, overthinking things that don't really matter. Like I have feel like this, even just like since the new year and since, um, like last Christmas, I feel like I've gotten a little more picky with my time in preparation for that. And, um, you never know what people are going to like from you. So I'm really excited to hear that my audience is excited about um, all things baby and more lifestyle content. So just being able to, like, take my audience on that journey with me because it's completely new and everything's exciting and boring to me. So um, sh- and also sharing that with a lot of, of my audience and people I follow who are pregnant also, like you.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. And <Elena>. we're <laughs> pregnant at the same time, which is fun. <laughs> you hit it so well because we when we had lunch last year, were pregnant, right?
0: Yes. But I don't think I hit it well. But thank
1: you. I, <laughs> you appreciate did. It. I think I did ask something like, Are you gonna have or does Camden want a sibling? And you didn't say much.
0: <laughs> right. I was like, um, maybe he does. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. It's um, such an exciting time though. It is, and it's fun to do it together, you know? It's like it's just nice. It really uh, is. So with that excitement, um, and I love that you're taking it in stride. You're not trying to figure it out all immediately. Um, what are you hoping to kind of accomplish for this next chapter, um, for your business? Like what, what is that next level for you?
1: Well, Cameron and I were
0: just talking about,
1: we need to go back and revisit, um, the influencer Academy. So we Participated in a focus group for the Influencer Academy. That left. When was that? Two summers ago. Yeah, almost. That's crazy. And I feel like I mean it was so so helpful in so many ways, like learning um, to hire someone for things that I'm not good at, like Pinterest, and learning about your zone of genius and your zone of competence and evergreen products and all those kinds of things. But I don't think I was like fully ready for the product side of things. Like I knew that that was down the road for me, but like I was just really getting in my groove with brand deals and just didn't really like see where I had time to, to do that. So I, Cameron and I are revisiting the Influencer Academy and just kind of focusing on what's next because I feel like everyone, every influencer goes through like that kind of a similar situation where, you know, I've been doing brand deals. I have my ones I'm super thankful for and super excited about, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I see how many of this product that I sell for this brand and I'm like, well, wouldn't it be cool if I could have my own thing of this product? And we did launch our presets, which was really awesome to see that like people did want to buy our products and people are interested in those kinds of things. So, um, launching more presets, hopefully, um, a hat line is down the road. So that's like my big, my big goal. Um, but yeah, just kind of things that are my own and things that I feel proud of. and I mean, I'll always promote other brands that I love and um, continue my brand deals and all that. But just things that I'm really proud of that I've worked on and um, that are my own.
0: I love it. And, you know, I'm a huge um, proponent in that, and that's a lot of um what i what I teach in in the academy is, you know, it's important to start creating your own products and services because that's really what leaves your legacy. That's really what turns you into an actual business. Um, you know, promoting other people's products and services, that's a great supplementary and like ancillary way to, to, Mm -hmm. to keep like a good revenue stream in, but it shouldn't be in my experience and opinion, the only thing that you do, um, Mm -hmm. because you're essentially just working for someone else at that point. Um, and if that's what you want, then cool, you know, but if you're really wanting to, to like be an entrepreneur, to be a business leader, to really create a brand, then you have to have something that is unique to that brand, um, that is that brand's own. And, um, now we're offering business coaching to get people out of the learning how to do all of that. And then to the actually like doing all of that, which I'm really excited about. So that's kind of the next step. To all the other stuff that we've offered in in our company, we have our programs which are great. But then I'm going to start doing some more individualized coaching for people who who kind of want more of that personal touch and and want an actual coach, which is going to be fun. Which
1: I can't even imagine how helpful that's going to be because I'm I mean for anyone listening, like I, I, Julie does not pay me to talk about Pitch It Perfect or the Influencer yeah. Academy. They're truly I should <laughs> programs that I believe in and like anyone who ever asked me about blogging, like, friends of mine, acquaintances, Instagram DMs, whoever it is, like, I'm not just telling them to take this course just for fun. Like, truly, I go back to, like, when I, um, re my pitches to, like, reach out to more baby brands, I went to, um, your pitch templates. I have, it just, it really, like, overall, I feel like helps you figure out like who you are and where you want to go. And it, even if you've done it once, like it's ho- so helpful to go back because it's, I just, there's just so much information that you can't find out there. Like help determine like your base prices and figuring things out like that. Like there was no one I could call and be like, how much do you charge for this? And, um, all that information is in Pitch It Perfect. And then once you kind of, you know, graduate from Pitch It Perfect, not to say that you won't go back to it, Um, The Influencer Academy is just—I mean, it's full. It is a beast. It's full of information, and it really helps you take it to the next level. Cameron actually um, filmed and photographed that day, and I was so thankful he was there because I don't even know how I would have gone back and like told him all the things that I wanted to go home and work on. Um, I hired like specifically one thing that you told me to do was hire people, and I hired someone for Pinterest, and I went from like I don't know a thousand Pinterest views a month to like four point six million. And, um, that was per your recommendation.
0: Yeah, I know hiring. I mean, when you get to that point, it's like, again, it just goes back to like investing in what you want. It's like hiring help is important. You can't do it all by yourself, um, for anyone listening, especially. And a lot of people are like, well, when do I know it's time to hire? And I'm like, well, if you want to pull your hair out and jump out of a window, (laughs) (laughs) then you may want to consider like, what is it that you're working on? Like, is it really like your expertise? Are you trying to do way too many things that, you know, may not be where your time and energy is best used. Um, so that is one of the big things that we love to do, um, and share in there. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing your journey and your story and how you've made a lot of this happen. Um, I know that a lot of people look up to you and just kind of see what you do as an inspiration. And it truly is authentic. And, you know, you just are who you are on the inside and out, in person, on social media, on all of the stuff. And I really think that that's what makes you shine so much. So thank, thank you, you so for much. being you.
1: Thank you for having me. And really, like, I am not just saying this, I do credit a lot of that and just always staying true to myself because of that initial information that you gave me. And that I got from your courses, um, just, it can be a lonely world when you're starting and it's super important to just use your resources and reach out to people like Julie and, um, just keep consuming all the information that you can.
0: Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much, Hunter. I so appreciate you, uh, being on today. Thank you. I'm sure we both need to go get snacks now. (laughs) You know, I'm starving. (laughs)